0: At you. Hello, all. My name is Rob. Hope you had a good weekend. Mine went fairly well. Did a lot of shoveling. Living up here in Michigan, we get snow every day we got to shovel it every day. I got to watch some of the Super Bowl, most of it that I could, and it was interesting. Not at all what I was expecting for a showing. I thought for sure with a Mahone versus Brady, it was going to be a good game. But Brady uh, wiped his ass all over that field. It was ridiculous. It was a good example of experience versus rookie, though. And I kind of felt good about it. You know, Mahone walked in there like he was king of the arena, and he got shown otherwise. I do always want to watch a good good game. I mean, you're sitting there for four hours watching a game, you don't want to just see a one-sided destroying of somebody. It went okay, I guess. On the halftime show, I didn't even watch it. I'm probably too old to understand who it even was. I seen it was the weekend. I didn't know what that even was. So I I took it as an intermission. Go clean up the kitchen, I guess. I'm pretty sure that Tom Brady at least uh, triple mortgaged his soul. And the devil is going to come looking for that pretty soon. Because there's no way you can be that good just naturally. That's just craziness. He can take any team and take a Super Bowl. You know, I'm from Michigan. I wouldn't mind if they at least... Uh, maybe his last term, or whatever it is they call it, maybe he could give the lions a little little push you know get get him to the Super Bowl. that'd be great. It's just insane when someone's that good, but yeah, he's definitely proven himself. We all want to hate him, but how can you well, speaking of spankings that's what's our top- that's what our topic's about today um it's really just they call it corporal punishment that's basically spanking a child, not spanking a child. It's an outcome out of violence or fear. I should probably look up the definition for that. Anyways, we're going to be talking about upbringing, stuff like that, properly punish a child for a better long-term outcome. Now, my story is I was raised with an iron fist, a hand, the bell, wooden spoon, whatever my mother could find. So I'm not saying I didn't deserve All of my ass whoopings, I did. But there's always more than just spanking. There's uh, verbal, um, yelling, uh, the mental abuse just to make a child do what you want them to do. Now, it's not always, you don't really know you're abusing a child or messing them up. But my upbringing, a lot of it was either raised by fear or with a... slap spanking something like that now i have my grandparents they weren't so bad my grandma grandpa they would tell me to stay away from the lagoon or a river or waterways like that by myself don't go do clothes because there was a water snake in there it's gonna come up grab me and pull me in now that's terrifying if you're i don't know any age but at a particularly young age, you believe this stuff. So you don't go near anything with water until someone tells you otherwise. Something like that can mentally scar a child. I mean, I'm still telling the story, so there's something to it. I've done the same thing to my kids. You know, um, I've done things like uh, the elf is watching you, you better go to bed. Or we even went to the extent of, you know, using aliens as a scare tactic to make them go to bed you know i don't know if you've ever seen um is it signs i think it's signs where the baby monitor makes the noise set up i would make it make these weird noises every time they're being bad or doing something and they'd be terrified and just do whatever i told them to do because i said the aliens were coming to get them or something it was just horrible horrible stuff with the elves come christmas time you know you want to get your kids behave for at least that month because that's when they want to behave so i would say the elves are watching you stuff like that only to find out later down the road my daughter was damn near traumatized and had sleeping problems so that's not good and same thing with the tooth fairy you make up these stories and they're terrified of the tooth fairy. I mean, it's just little things that sound funny to us as adults that it does some damage. I'm not innocent against spankings. You no, know, my two older kids, I'd spank them. I'd, you know, if they were misbehaving, I punished them. And I wasn't abusive or violent, but I was raised as spankings. To me, they were effective. And slightly effective, I guess, to my kids. I mean, they did behave and turn out pretty good but they are there's stuff there i mean there's decision making stuff that happens when you do things like that i mean i'll take responsibility i got better i got two younger kids now that never laid a hand on them sometimes it still gets verbal because i just snap you know sometimes these kids are just so smart nowadays it's like you almost forget you're not talking to a kid you think you're talking to an adult and you gotta back off that once in a while so i've been i've been catching that trying to get myself back in order on that now my parents there was no holding back you know they didn't seem to give a damn in the world uh, my mom she didn't use belts very much that was my dad which he didn't punish us punish us very often because we were just afraid of him and what he could do but mom did most of the punishing now she would be creative you know she didn't use her hands a lot other than just a quick slap or something like that she would actually go to utensils basically anything within reach because we would outrun her so she just just whap us with whatever she could find a fishing pole or something it was coming at us But her favorite was, her favorite was spoons, like the plastic spoons, you know, for, I don't know, mixing stuff or something. You know, the kitchen utensils you get in the junk drawer. Uh, She advanced through life, you know, it was always plastic spoons. And then over time, those would break or for whatever reason, just get worn out, not from spanking, but just get cracks and stuff in them. And... She went to wood spoons, which those are actually better than plastic because they don't seem to hurt as bad. I don't know what it is, why, but they just don't. And those weren't too bad. But then she'd, uh, she went back to plastic. And then she'd always use these ones with the holes in them. No resistance. That's, that's the worst ones. You no, know, we didn't like that one at all. And she would do this thing where she would, uh, she would shake the drawer. About that sound level, you'd hear it from the kitchen. Now, that was terrifying. Now, you don't know which kid did what, who was going to get it, but you knew mom was coming for somebody, and you got real real quiet, and you tried to make mom feel sorry for you. And a lot of times she would uh, back off if you didn't do anything past that point. But if you really pissed her off, you were getting it. No matter where you went, that was kind of a lot of a brief idea of my upbringing. My grandparents didn't do a lot of the corporal punishment, I guess, just the mental stuff. Uh, my grandpa had this one where he would tap on your head with his finger as hard as he could. That kind of sucked. You know, it still hurt, but it wasn't like a spanking. There was one time he whapped me with an axe handle. That didn't really damage me but it's mentally it affects you you know you always think what else and then uh he was big on the go get me a switch now i don't remember too many times we actually used a switch on us but it was enough threat for us to stop doing what we were doing there's a few stories about my damaging upbringing all this sounds horrible but you gotta think you know what makes us the way we are to do this it's our parents their parents you know all of that over time it just gets carried over and it is a hard thing to break cuz i mean people full time jobs you know kids responsibilities making sure the house payments are paid every little thing that's on the back of back of your mind as an adult and then you got to try to balance what's in the mind of a child it's it's a lot of work to deal with and it mean even the best of people can snap. It's just how they reel it back in and control the situation. And it's it's horrible to hear, but this is a pretty popular method that, you know, it's... Uh, you know, there's been studies. You know, 75% of this country still thinks it's okay to spank, and it's necessary. There's a lot of work to be done, and it is getting better. I mean, since the last 20 years, I mean, people have been adjusting, but it's still it's still way too too much. I mean, there's so many stories of abused children out there, and with COVID going on, numbers are going up. It's just uh, just something we gotta fix. And you know, studies with you know people that have had to deal with this, like me, like everybody else out there, they ask them about their life upbringing. They they see how their life was and it turns out a lot of it causes aggression antisocial behaviors mental health issues you know the whole list goes on and it's obviously common sense stuff we just don't think about it and the biggest thing is how do you fix it nobody has a hundred percent gonna work solution because everybody's different i mean you might get this kid's a wonderful child perfect kid Yeah, they're not going to get spanked. They're not going to get punished. I mean, that's easy. Give them a reward for doing good things. Problem solved. Now, if it's a little shithead kid that has good parents but still determined to make them a snap, um, that's harder because you can try all day long, do the best thing in the world, and they still try to push those buttons because they want to see how far you will go. That's the hard part. you got to be able to think past that. You don't want a kid that thinks they can get away with everything either. So there's rights and wrong ways of dealing with a kid that has issues also. And I think the biggest problem is you got to find out what's causing those issues. Now, if you have a good household, you assume you have a good household, maybe you got to look a little deeper and realize it might not be as good as you think it is. Or maybe there's an outside source at school or something else causing these things... For the kid to be doing what he's doing or she a simple sit down talk about it uh it's probably not going to go super easy the first time and a lot of times depending on their age they might be willing to sit and tell you what's wrong a lot of times the dinner table that's where a lot of this has gone gone away We're not doing a whole lot of dinner table conversations anymore. Everybody just get in, get out, get back to the internet. Or social life and stuff like that. I do believe there's got to be a a shutdown time for internet. And you need a good hour at dinner time. Maybe an hour before bedtime. Everybody just shuts everything off and just has a conversation. I guarantee if there's nothing else to do, they'll start talking to each other. Then there's the rewarding behavior. That's a little trickier to do with older kids because they don't seem to care as much about stuff. But younger kids, if they do something good, you reward them for it. it could be the simplest of things. You just, if they wash their hands after going to the bathroom, it's a good job. Here's a, a cookie since your hands are clean. Or, no, that's, you're not going to give them a cookie every time they use the bathroom, but dinner time, they put their plates away. You know, give them a. I don't know, a treat or something after dinner. It's a simple reward that might not seem like much, but to them it registers. It registers that good behavior gets good rewards. And then vice versa. If they don't clean the table or they don't clean the room like they're supposed to, then you say no. No. You don't get to do this for this amount of time, or, I don't know, you just don't get to play your video game. You know, simple things. Now, back into ways that we screw up kids innocently, uh, there'd be, like, movies. Now, there's age group movies for a reason. They are tested to not screw up children. So, if you have a G-rated, PG, PG PG-13, those are rated for a reason. Now, you could be the best parents in the world, but if you're going to show your kid a Freddy Krueger movie at six, you're going to have problems. Now, I don't know why you would even do that. I, I might have done that. I don't know. I'm pretty sure my daughter's seen the movie It way too young in life. I didn't think she could understand what she was watching, but apparently she could. She loves the movie now. But But, yeah, so something as simple as... movie outside of the age range or video games that are far too violent or graphic. Um, Those all have impacts on their attitudes and the way they think. Uh, Social media, signing them up for Facebook when they're not old enough, you know, that exposes them to a whole world of education that they don't need. It makes them want to do older things, be older like everybody else they're seeing. It's gonna impact the way they think, the way they talk to you. So, you don't always have to hit or yell, even to mess up a kid to where they misbehave and require some kind of punishment. That's not anything we can you know, blame each other for. I mean, we do it. And in order to keep our kids on the right path, we have to deal with it ourselves. So, I don't want to watch Disney movies all day and sometimes the kids don't go to bed on time or whatever or it's the weekend and you think well they can watch this movie. It's stuff like that, you know, the little steps that are turning into something that's a long term, just got to be mindful, careful of it. So on that note, how do you correct the problems that you've most likely created? The easiest way is just establish a positive supporting relationship. Keep it open. Let them talk to you when something's bothering them. Don't judge them. Don't say, Okay, that's that's kinda dumb and you shouldn't think about it and don't worry. It'll you'll get over it. Now that's not true. I do it. I've been told to stop doing it. Um Work in progress. So I'm not going to preach and tell you that I do all this perfectly. But yeah, that's what's got to be done. Positive reinforcement. That's the strongest thing you can do. Just make them feel good about themselves. Don't sugarcoat it. You don't want kids going out in the world thinking everything is uh, unicorns and rainbows and stuff like that. Because they're going to be crushed by society. Just sit down. Talk with them when things are a problem. You know, little kids, you can do the timeout thing. And the best way to handle timeouts is to, I mean, it works really well. Is you have them while they're sitting there, you know, they think about what they did. And you come back and ask them, Do you know why you're here? Do you know what you did? They should, by at that point, you know, give it, I'm sure there's a time limit you're supposed to do, but two, three minutes um, is like a lifetime to a little kid in the corner. So they have had time to think about it. And if they can, tell you exactly what they did wrong, you know, why they're there, and stuff like that, it usually goes a lot better than screaming and yelling and trying to tell them what they did wrong. Now, if they still are snotty and don't want to tell you anything, they can sit it longer, and there's no harm in making them sit there and think about what they did wrong. I mean, it's a lot worse if you spank them, leaving their room, and they think they're horrible people, or you're a monster, and all you do is beat on them Yeah, that's, that's not good either so just take time out for the younger kids the older kids they'll probably talk it out but you're going to want to let them have a little bit of silent time not a time out but just send them to their rooms they'll do whatever it is they do and most times they come around you'll know, take a little bit more time figuring out the older ones now, if you start when they're young, this is usually a really little easier. And if they don't come around, it's just a matter of taking away privileges. Nothing more than a teenager hates than being cut off a social life. They shouldn't be that dependent on it anyways. I know it's a human thing. We have to be social, but we don't have to be dependent on social. I mean, they should be able to turn off the internet and not freak out because they don't hear notifications going off. Give the uh, older ones... Same same thing. No, they do a good job. Give them a reward. If they mow the lawn, say here, take take the car, go for a ride, go do something for the weekend. No, that's something. Obviously, the sixteen or older or whatever it is in your state, that's easy for them to understand. Uh, Good behavior gets good rewards. If they do something stupid while they're borrowing the car, guess what? You don't get to borrow the car no more so simple little kids you know just give them treats toys whatever it is your kid likes something like that and there's other things too on the subject uh like for punishing it's like uh, the double standard i'm guilty of this one too uh, i got a daughter that just turned 20 a son that's uh 18 they're growing up i raised them totally different you know him, he probably got a lot more spankings than she did. Um Now, I never was too double-sided on the spankings. I mean, she got her share, he got his share, but he definitely probably had it a little harder just because he was a boy, and I think the boys have to learn harder, I guess. I don't know. That's my family, how we were taught. You know, you don't hit girls, blah, blah, blah. Not that it's not important. You don't hit girls um unless they're a beast, you know, if they're bigger than you don't die because you won't hit a girl. <laughs> That's horrible too. So, yeah. So anyway, back to my kids. My daughter, um as she got older, I mean, I was even might be, might be because she have forced my first my first born. Gave her more serious roles. I did more with her as far as educational stuff. I just did the snuggling thing, the cuddling thing, you know, Daddy's little girl. It's like you just give them that extra attention because they're girls. And my boy, we did the snuggling thing for a little while. And then as he got older, I stopped doing that because, you know, you don't want boys to snuggle and cuddle and stuff like that. Not with other men, not with their dad. That's handshakes and cars, right? So, and I'm totally guilty of double standard. It shows in my kids to this day. That's also an issue. And that will also be an effect in the punishment process. You'll see that um, girls will tend to test you more because most of the time they don't get as punished by their parents, probably because they're just smarter and they ought to get out of it. But, but really, it's just a mentality that you don't hit girls, but you can hit boys. And that's not okay. You can't hit either one. And you shouldn't hit either one. Now, I'll agree. Spankings are very effective short-term. You will get the results right away. But long-term, it's extremely damaging. And you'll end up with kids that are severely depressed, suicidal. They will definitely drink heavily. And depending on the situation, will probably be into a lot of illegal drugs. And... Your, your response is going to be to yell at them and ask them what's wrong with them, which is really it's you. You're the one that's wrong with them. Yeah, and in order to stop all of that problem in the future, you got to just slow down and realize these are little kids. Even in their teenage years, they're developing. They're learning social skills. They're learning how to deal with society and anger and all these emotions. at And they can only learn this from first-hand experience they got to watch you see how you deal with it so if you yell at them for a response or a, a way to get a reaction or for an outcome that's what they're gonna expect they're gonna yell for an outcome to suit them that's that's not how you how it works you go to a job you yell at your boss and you say whatever you're gonna get fired and then you're gonna be mad at your boss because you yelled at your boss whether or not the boss deserved it it's very possible they might have but that's not how you deal with situations and in school they'll do it in school I um, mean they'll yell at the teachers they'll you know stuff like that and this all comes from the home that's where it begins. Now after that they'll go outside of the home and they'll they'll find other areas like this that's what they're comfortable with. So they'll learn from from friends and other people that yell. And it's just a chain reaction. If you have a kid with a structure that's learned good habits, they will hang out with people with good habits. And it's just a, a reaction that just follows their whole life. Now, kids that have managed to get through all this and grown up to grown up to become adults as myself you know 40 42 years old and i'm still telling these stories now it's more like around campfire now which is an odd thing to talk about but it's we put a comedic spin on it now my mom is usually here when we're talking about this, and she just gets a love. She just gets a kick out of these stories. You know, we'll talk about this, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you boys! God damn it, you guys just tested me!" And blah blah blah. And we'll we'll tell her, "Well, ma, it kind of messed us up. You know, that drawer thing that you did." That still scares us to this day. And she's like, ah, ha, 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 and everybody around the campfire laughs. And it's like, yay. And, you know, I'm not holding any hard feelings. It It is what it is. You know, it was a different time back then. And it was effective for most of my life. I don't know that, I mean, yes, obviously it had issues. And I probably had decision making problems from it because. Basically, I wasn't allowed to make decisions when I was younger. You know, it's like we did whatever we were told, and then we didn't vary off of that. So, but I do like my alcohol, and I haven't really done anything in drugs. Uh, it just, I just don't do drugs. It just, I can't, can't really reason their purpose for it. Alcohol does just fine for my needs. So, treat your kids with respect. They'll treat you with respect. They're going to yell at you. You're going to yell back biggest thing is it's up to you to do the changing they're gonna learn from you tone it down probably gonna still spank i'm probably probably not gonna be spanking ever again i've gotten really good at it and my biggest thing is the verbal i just gotta learn how to not engage in the argument and bring it back which i'm doing good with i know if i can i can do this anybody can do this so realize that no one feels good about hitting a child. If you do feel good, you need to look get into some therapy and work on yourself. I'm going to end it at that because I don't want to get real super preachy. I obviously, I'm not a super professional on this; just my own experiences. Another serious episode, I guess. Hopefully, there was something funny in there for you, and we'll work on episode 12 here. I'm not sure what it's going to be about, but it'll be a good one. So make sure you check in, subscribe. Uh, like, uh, they do the stars on the Apple there, and anything else that you might view on, I'm on all the formats, so just check them out. Give me give me the, the reviews and stuff, because it does help get my name out there, and um, I can eventually, who knows, make some money on this and get better podcasts and better, better uh, guests. So, yeah, that's uh, a long beg for uh, attention there, so... My name's Rob, and I'll talk at you later.